Welcome to Rewired Inspired. I am your host, Elena Petrescu, former accountant, now hypnotist, and body language business trainer. My purpose is to help you rewire your mind to see infinite possibilities and inspire you to create them in your life and business. I share tips, tools, and strategies that help you suspend disbelief so you can quickly overcome challenges, eliminate doubt, remove self-imposed limitations, and create the life and business of your dreams. I believe that good things happen to those who are inspired. Inspired minds are focused and they take action. Through inspired action, people evolve. They gain confidence, change unwanted behavior and habits, develop self-awareness, and realize their full potential, a life with more money, achievement, and impact. You'll hear from leaders that share their story of transformation and how they transitioned from difficult situations towards genuine empowerment in their life and business. You will learn how you can model their lesson and rewire inspire your mind to quickly reach your full potential, making your life and financial goals a reality. Are you ready to be inspired? Let's get started. Hello, everybody. I'm Elena, and I'm very excited to be here with you today, because today on this episode, I have a very wonderful guest that I'm sure he will inspire you with his wisdom. He is the best kept secret in public relations. His name is Tom Martin, and Tom is the founder of Tom Martin Media. Tom has spent more than 30 years in the field of network news production and broadcast public relations. As a producer for ABC News, Good Morning America, CBS News, Sunday Morning, and CNN, among other broadcast outlets, Tom has worked with some of the top journalists in the television news industry, including Diane Sawyer, Charles Gibson, Dick Cavett, and the late Charles Kuralt. Over the years, Tom has become widely known as a source of inspiring and uplifting stories that inspire audiences to take action. The numerous journalists look forward to his stories' ideas for that reason alone. Through his independent firm, Tom offers highly personalized public relations consulting to individual clients with an emphasis on authors, nonprofits, and individuals and groups with an inspiring message. His mission is to help his clients use mainstream media outlets to inspire others to take actions and improve the life of others and the world. In his work with his PR clients, Tom has conducted media trainings or coaching with wide range of individuals. Some of them include philanthropist investor George Soros and Vicky Escara, CEO of Feeding America, the nation's largest food bank, helping them to prepare for media interviews. Tom's clients have been featured on NBC, Today's show, ABC, Good Morning America, and Oprah, as well as local television outlets in America's largest cities, as well as numerous radio, print, and online outlets. Tom's the proud father of two young adult children, Lindsay and Eric, and lives along with his beagle Lily in Southern Connecticut. Tom spends much of his time in New York City, 
working on a wide variety of projects and connecting with clients throughout the world. When he's not busy with his work in the field of public relations, Tom is active as a member of advisory board of the Children's Health Fund, a nationwide nonprofit organization providing 100,000 children in poverty with medical care. Tom, I'm so excited to have you here with me today. Well, thank you. I'm excited to be here, too. Uh, we're old, longtime friends by this point, so this is very exciting. I'm, I'm really honored. Thank you so much. Yes, we are. We've, we've met, and we've met on a very beautiful network uh, training, so we'll, I'll talk about that a little later. But, I mean, you have such an extent experience in public relations, and you've been doing this for over 30 years. What I'd like you to share with us today is how did you get on this journey? I want to take you back in time and go back to the very first moment when you realized, okay, this is what I want to do. I want you to talk about who inspired you, what transpired then, and why public relations? Great. Well, that's a great, so those are all great questions, and I'm happy to talk about that. Thank you. Well, I did, I did grow up in the family of a journalist, so I guess it seemed like an approved profession. My, my father, who's still with us, thank goodness, uh, was a lifelong newspaper editor. Some of you may remember USA Today, when it came out in the 1980s, was made a splash because of all the color and the charts and bite-sized articles and stuff like that. And so, um, so he was a newspaper editor for many, many years. And I remember as a kid visiting the old newsrooms, that was when news would come over machines called teletype machines. This was before everything was digital, you know. And so I think that showed me that it was an interesting profession. And I think I was really intrigued with the idea that as a journalist, it's possible to sort of step into a stranger's life, get to know people like I'm here to interview you, you know, whether it's a famous uh, actor or musician or whether it's uh, someone in a small town who's doing something really remarkable. You know, I loved, loved all of that. And it's funny, I'm not quite sure why I didn't immediately get on that path. In my high school and college years, I thought I was going to be a lawyer. I was very active in public speaking and debate, mm-hmm. although I think the reason maybe I was interested in those subjects was because I was very much a shy child. And I think another reason I love journalism, still love journalism and love public relations is it sort of gives you permission to show up on somebody's doorstep and go enter their life. Like, tell me all about you. Like we're old friends. And uh, it doesn't always work. Sometimes they say, get out of here. But most of the time they say, come in, come in, which is quite wonderful. And so I've always been interested in, um, you know, diversity, people's different professions, their their different heritage. And, you know, I love how uh, America is a melting pot and we can learn from so many other people and different ways uh, of doing things and, you know, things like that. I'm not sure if that's a comprehensive answer to your question, but that's that's beautiful. Sparked sparked it for me. You know, thank you. That's beautiful, Tom. You know, I've read some of the comments that your clients left on your website, and they all talk so nicely and so highly about you. And one thing that they all mention is your storytelling. You have this gift about storytelling. Do you want to share a little bit about that? Maybe tell us something that you worked with a client that inspired you to go with that story. Absolutely. Yeah, no, storytelling is timeless and classic. I mean, again, think, you know, I guess I'm thinking back to my school days as a, you know, younger fellow, 
But I remember, you know, whether we're studying the Iliad and the Odyssey or great novels or whatever people, you know, Faulkner and whoever the case may be, you know, great stories engage our imagination. And it's interesting. Sometimes, sometimes, you know, when I work with PR clients, they might be looking for television interviews, radio interviews, podcast interviews, and so on. And I think there's something very captivating about the audio quality, because it's almost like then we we go into our imaginations and start painting a picture in our own vivid imagination. That's right. You know, and so as we're thinking about whatever profession somebody has chosen, or, you know, or accomplished athlete, or, you know, musician or whatever the case, you know, whatever the case may be, I think just hearing their stories about the path they chose, maybe the adversity they had to overcome. It's just like, oh, I can imagine, I can imagine what that must be like. And I think it must be something in human nature where we love to connect. We really want to feel like, oh, I can, you know, I mean. can relate to that, right? (laughs) Exactly. Exactly. I mean, we're, we're living, you know, personally, I think we're living in kind of a challenging time right now where there's a lot of, uh, polarization and animosity of yes. some people. I try not to get into that. It's not my style. But I think I think the real natural human emotion is a desire to connect and understand one another for compassion. And, you know, and again, when you can combine that with a little story about, well, here's the journey I took. Here's here's how I became, you know, whatever. Yes. It's really fascinating and never, you know, it's timeless. It really is timeless. Absolutely. And I think the story is very important especially when we connect authentically. And I know that one of your, I should say, passion is to connect, communicate, and change. Is that right? Change the world with your stories, with your passion, and how you work with your clients. Exactly. No, I I love that very, very much. You know, as you said in your beautiful introduction, which I so appreciate, I had a 20-year television news career with all these different news organizations and so on. And then at about the 20-year mark, I, I felt the urge to shift gears a little bit. Some journalists might think, oh my goodness, I could never go into PR. That's like spinning the story or making things up. And it, it's, it doesn't have to be. That's not the kind of PR that I do. Uh, the kind of PR that I do is about storytelling also. And mm-hmm. so when I left an ABC News program called Good Morning America, this was around 2005, I believe, I started to work first for one, then another very large uh, PR firm in New York City. And these were the kind of PR firms that had big corporate clients like Dell Computer or Ford Cars and you know on and on. And it was interesting to hear, well, here's how you tell a story. Here's how you engage people's attention so that they'll consider what your message is. Yes. But, but I've always been much more fascinated by human beings than I am by cars or, you know, whatever airplanes or whatever. And so it was sort of a natural for me after just a couple of years of working for those big PR firms. And of course the PR firms like clients like that because, you know, they make tons of money from their marketing divisions and all of that, but I've always really preferred individuals. And so you know, I, I I just don't think I would really be happy coming up with like a, a, a marketing campaign for a new vacuum cleaner or something far, far more like, how can we help children? You know, it's like yeah. things like that. So I feel, um, you know, I'm spiritual. I, I don't know that I would say I'm religious, but I, I will definitely say I'm spiritual. And so I think that I was put here on the planet for a reason. And so I would feel like I'm kind of wasting my talent and experience to market vacuum cleaners. <laughs> it's like... You know, for, I'd rather do something that really helps people and humanity. a little more directly. Yeah, exactly, exactly. And you're already doing that, I think, because you are involved with 
with the Children's Health Fund, which yeah, no. I think is very beautiful. I'm um, really, really happy about that. Children, you know, because of, again, you know, again, I don't want to be uh, too negative. I'm not a negative person. But for the past two years, we've all been going through a very challenging time yes. with a lot of anxiety and stress and yes. challenges and so on. And I think probably the, uh, you know, it's funny in the, in the PR world, we talk about demographics, age brackets and profiles. So I think probably the the demographic that is most challenged and probably having the hardest time are the young children, children. you know, it's like, when, when can I hug my friends again? What's going on? You know, exactly. you see children on the sidewalk going to school with their masks on. It's yes. like, Oh my goodness. So if I can help in that regard, you know, again, with the children's health fund, because, yes. you know, and there's also right now, I guess a mental health aspect to it. Also, you know, the yes. little children show up at school and it's, test taking day, like I feel anxious or I feel angry or, yes. you know, and, and it's very easy when you have a large classroom of kids, like you can't pay attention to everybody. So if yes. there is an organization like the Children's Health Fund that looks out like, oh, okay, well, maybe you need new glasses. Maybe it's hard for you and nobody even yes. noticed that. Yes. You know, yes. Little little things like that. Or, Makes know, a huge the, difference. Absolutely. And in, in, in some I of these schools, they're, they're teaching them how to meditate and which is quite beautiful, you know, so. Yes. Anyway. Well, I love that. I love what you do with the children. Now, I know you've worked with some very interesting people like Paul McCartney, Steven Spielberg, Tony Robbins. Tell me, what was your takeaways from working with some of these high-end individuals? And is there something that you've learned? Because myself, I've worked with so many clients too, and I think each of them taught me a lesson. So I was wondering, what did you take away working with such high-end clients? Such, you know, I mean, it's not sure. everybody that gets <laughs> to work with Paul McCarthy, Steven Spielberg, and Tony Robbins. Mm-hmm, so mm-hmm. sure, I mean, I think <laughs> my listeners would love to hear that. Sure. No, I would love to love to tell you about that. It's almost like I, I was gonna say it's almost like a cliche, but I guess it is a cliche to say they put their pants on one leg at a time, like everyone else. They're <laughs> they're they're mortal human beings with their My own cast. challenges and all of that, you know. And sometimes it's it's hard to forget that. I mean, when I was working on the the uh, Paul McCartney project with Diane Sawyer, he had a book of uh, poems and lyrics. Mm-hmm. come out. And so he wanted to talk about that. And I was thinking like, okay, well, my job as the producer is to prepare Diane Sawyer to ask him great questions. And if ever there was a human who's probably been asked every question you can imagine, it's Paul McCartney yes. for his you know, 50, 60 year career. But the fact is, I think working with people like that, like Paul McCartney has taught me that there is a universal desire to communicate and be heard and understood and it's also, I think, especially for musicians or actors and or, you know artists too. You know, it's nice to have our work appreciated for something. You know, he go he he goes to a concert hall and he does yes. you know two hours of concerts. Some of these songs were written fifty or sixty years ago. I'm sure he loves performing them. I'm sure it moves him that audiences mm-hmm. still love these classic songs. But there's also a little side of him like, hey, I have something new. This is. I'm interested in romantic uh, ballads from the 1930s now. Let me sing. Yes. It's like, we came, we came here to hear Twist and Shout and, you know, I want to hold your hand or something yeah. like that. So we all evolve and it's nice. Number one, you know, I guess I learned, you know, just 
I mean, from Paul McCartney and people like that, that I believe there is a universal desire to share our stories and be understood and be listened to, feel mm-hmm. like we're really communicating instead of like, no, no, I have a preconception of what I want you to do. And <laughs> I don't, I don't want to hear about your new song. You know, it's like, let's give each other a little bit of space. Yes. And also it's nice, you know, and also we are, it, it again, it is nice to give each other space. Like, what are you interested in today? What are you, what, exactly. what, what inspires you? And, you know, I mean, you know, question that can't, can never go wrong is what are you passionate about? Tell me about this. Like, you never know what you're going to get in response to that question, but people appreciate it. It's like, wow, what a great invitation to, you know, so to that's what I learned, that. you know, yes. from, from him, I guess from, you know, from Steven Spielberg, you know, it's funny with a couple of friends and I were, we started a company recently to develop TV show ideas and documentaries and things like that. And so it's come up in a couple of conversations that apparently, and I need to fact check this, but I believe it's true hmm. that Steven, Steven Spielberg, it took Steven Spielberg 20 years to get permission or approval from the Hollywood establishment to make Schindler's List which was wow. such a beautiful, powerful movie about it, it you know, is. What, yes. what the Jewish uh, citizens faced, you know, World War II. But, you know, he made Jaws and he made Close Encounter. It's like, we want those really popular things that are easy to digest. Yes. They were, they're great movies. They really are. Absolutely. But yes. even with that, it's, in a, it's kind of like J.K. Rowling getting, you know, 15 rejections. Like this Harry Potter thing will never work, you know. Yes. So um, Before so. she actually <laughs> made it huge. Exactly. Look exactly. at her now, right? Exactly. And uh, I guess what I learned from from Tony Robbins is that some of these individuals, we can sort of, you know, listen to their work, hear their ideas. I mean, I've gotten to know Tony pretty well. You know, he you know would recognize me on the street and all that. But at the same time, there are these people almost like a rock star where they're constantly surrounded by hundreds of people. And it's very hard to live a normal existence that way. They sometimes want to just get away and find a quiet spot. So, yes. When, when people are surrounded by that frenzy, I think for many of them, it does make it harder for them to live a normal life. It's sort of a trade-off for them because I think many people like the, not just like the fame, the money, whatever, but they appreciate that they have a platform that can touch many lives. Like they can put out an idea and, you know, several thousand people say, wow, let me implement that, that yeah, idea. That you will know. help me. Yeah. yeah. I think at the same time, they do love to have their quiet time. And, you know, step away and say, hey, this is my quiet time. And they do put up barriers because, you know, they deserve to. I mean, you know, we are all humans. We all want that intimacy. But then there is that moment when we say, okay, I really need a little bit of my space, right? Exactly. It's funny. I I have several friends who've worked with Oprah. I've never met Oprah myself, I must admit, but I always like the fact, like she says, my favorite place is this beautiful big tree and I have a stack of books and no one is around. It's like, wow, you know, she's usually hanging out with presidents or jetting off whatever, but to have a stack of books with a nice tree is like, wow, I can can see how that's very nurturing, you know. That's her quiet time, I guess. So Tom, you talked about passion. I've heard you say consistency because that's very important you know, perseverance and nothing happens overnight. Uh, perfect example with Steven Spielberg. Tell me, what's your passion moving forward? What is it that you would, I mean, I know you you want to nurture your clients and help them. What are the passions are you looking to fulfill? Well, that's a, that's a very good question. I, I think two, two things come to mind. 
One is I'm enjoying sort of scaling my own influence. I don't really you know, think of myself as an influencer. I'm beginning to think of myself as an instructor because I'm about to launch my second online course. And so I'm that's very right. happy Congratulations. about that. It's tomorrow night, correct? That's right. That's yes. right. right. So, I'm going to uh, so, look forward to that. Thank yeah. you. Beautiful. Thank you. So that's really fun because when you can touch on, as you are with your program, if you can touch more than one person at a time, it's very fulfilling to work with one person and you can see the results and it, it feels good. No question about it. Yes. But if it's possible to do other things to you know reach more people simultaneously, that's kind of fun too. And I think one thing that always, you know, intrigued, you know, engaged me, engaged my curiosity and creativity and all that in the television news and PR and designing an online course as well. Okay. How do you engage people's attention how do you make sure that you're being attentive to them rather than like, hey, it's all about me? You know, mm-hmm. I'm not flattered that you're asking about my experiences. I appreciate that. But I'm usually in the mode of like, how can I serve those people and, and you know, light them up and let and, and I think a lot of people also need to be reminded that they're worthy. We are all worthy. And so many times it's like, well, I've had some tough experiences in life and I haven't quite broken through yet or something like that. And uh so often people, it's so easy, I guess people have said, you know, people like Tony Robbins and other experts say, it's so easy to remember one negative experience or when somebody insulted us or cut us off or whatever, yes. rather than the 20 times where people like, wow, you nice have so you. much, sometimes it's hard for us to remember those nice beautiful things. experiences. So I want to make a difference and help people remind that each and every one of us is worthy. Each and every one of us has a message that the world can hear, could benefit from hearing. And let's, you know, let's help, you know, one of my favorite quotations, it's, it's kind of, it's kind of a very simple quotation from the Dalai Lama. I think the current Dalai Lama, there have been, yes. been many, but it's like, be kind whenever possible. It's always possible. And that's, I that's right. True, be know. kind whenever possible. It's always possible. Beautiful. So, Tom, tell me about your course that you're launching. How is your course going to make a difference in people's life? Because I know you do press releases and and you do so many things. So how are you chunking it down? And you also work with uh, business owners, individuals. So tell the listeners, how is that course going to make a difference in their life? Sure. That's a great, great question. As I'm learning, you know, I wouldn't say I'm in my elder years, but I've been I've been around the block at this point. <laughs> and you have yeah. a lot of experience. <laughs> yes, you yes. have so much. You are so humble, and yet you have so much experience. And they describe you as being the best kept secret in public relations. I so appreciate <laughs> there has to be a reason why well, you're the best kept secret. So I'm, <laughs> I'm very very flattered by that. Absolutely. And so it's funny because, you know, I mean, it, 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 it's so funny. I, um, you were so kind to read such a long introduction of me. It's like, oh, my gosh, that's you know, maybe it's a little too much. But it kind of speaks to the fact that I've been a little bit all over the place with business shows and restaurant stories and, you know, politics and art and music. You know, I love variety. It's funny. You know, I am, I am a Tony Robbins fan. And one of, one of his concepts is he said, we all have six human needs. Some people do things for significance. Some people do things for connection and love. Yes. You know, I like both of those. Don't get me wrong, but I think my number one is variety. I, I think one reason I love being a TV news producer and love PR and love having different students in my course is I love variety. It really turns me on. Mm-hmm. And so I think what the students will get is something that I've just discovered in my life fairly recently, 
And you know from our you know our shared experience and we've yes. uh, studied together online yeah. is that you know I really benefit from structure. If I'm a if I'm a bright shiny objects person, it'd be so easy for my attention to be all over the place. That's and right. I, I sort of rationalize that saying, well, this is a great way for me to make loads of connections in every imaginable profession. And there is some truth to that, but there's also a lot to be said for putting your blinders on, being focused, getting specific, taking action step by step. And so basically my, my course uh, called the Do-It-Yourself Public Relations for Authors is saying, okay, let's get really specific instead of that vague, this, I wish I had more attention. I wish I wish it was in the news medium. It's like, let's get really specific. What who are the journalists you follow? You know, here's how we can reach them. Here's what they're looking for. It's like, it might be natural to, oh my gosh, I have a moment, you know, I have a couple of minutes to tell my favorite uh, news reporter about myself. It's like, it'd be so natural to go on and on and on about myself. But really, if you were to use those couple of minutes and tell them about how you can serve their audience, like if you put me on your show for five minutes, I would teach people how to do this. It's like, wow, we should do that. So it's, it's making a shift. And it's also providing a little structure and specificity. And because again, you know, later in life, I've learned how valuable those things are. Absolutely. I agree with you. So you're really helping business owners and individuals reach all those public relations so that, you know, they can expose in a way themselves with what they're good at. Is Is that what I'm hearing? Exactly. And I would also, I would also add a little bit to that. Again, when I, you know, I'm sure I'll get into this in uh, my webinar coming up and in the course and so on. And when I speak to groups at, you know, local libraries and whatnot, I talk about something called the principle of reciprocity. And again, this is something that I probably first heard Tony Robbins talk about. There's a great psychologist, uh, Robert Cialdini, and he wrote a book, you know, 30 years ago called Persuasion. And he said when, and, and Gary Vaynerchuk, the social media guru, has talked about this also, when we're giving, 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 mm-hmm. yes. so, you know, it like plants a suggestion in the subconscious. I mean, you're more of an expert than I am about that, but it's like, oh, this is really worthwhile. It's really good of that person to be so helpful. I really appreciate it. Yeah. I wonder how I can reciprocate. Oh, they have a book. I'll buy their book. And, you know, and that's a genuine desire. It's not like I really don't even want their book, but I feel I should, you know, so there's, it's yeah. sincere, it's authentic, but yeah. I do think that the principle of reciprocity kicks in, you know. It does. It does. When you give, 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 people compel to give back. It's it's reciprocity. I give, I mean, it's nice to, you know, pay my bills and, you know, all that, you know, travel a little bit here and there and stuff like that. But but the reason I give is that it feels good to give, you know. Yes. But, yeah. And I think it's a win-win, right? It's, you know, there are some people out there that there are takers and there are some givers, but it's good to have that win-win so that everybody's happy. You're happy. I'm happy. And, you know, we empower people with our processes. And I think that's the most important thing. Now, Tom, I know you are a, an author and I know you do such a beautiful work. You want to talk to me about your book, the name of your book? I already know it, but please share with the audience. I appreciate the name that. Yeah, yeah. No, I appreciate that. There's a little a little new news on that just as of today. It's so funny that you asked me about that. Yes. I started writing a book a number of years ago, and I the, the title I came up with is Wisdom All Around Us, because right. I do believe that everyone has a story, has a message. The rest of us could benefit from hearing. So I've been working on the manuscript, writing many chapters, you know, again, writing about Paul McCartney and Steven Spielberg. And also, 
courageous individuals who you know are not famous but just doing good in the world. And I have not yet finished the book, but I was speaking with a friend of mine who's a coach and a filmmaker, mm-hmm. and we're going to be collaborating and sort of talking about how you know designing a blueprint for people to express themselves and feel empowered. We haven't come up with a perfect brand, so to speak, but I said, I have this uh, URL that I registered from my book. It's called Wisdom All Around Us. And my friend, uh, my friend Cheyenne is her name, said, that's perfect. And I said, well, let's use it for our collaboration because yes. what we were talking about doing is elevating people, letting them know, you know, again, I said, people often feel, am I really worthy? Yes, you're worthy. Uh-huh. Every, you know, every one of us is worthy. Worthy, yes. And so under that title that I first chose from my book, Wisdom All Around Us, that's what we're going to be doing. That's so beautiful, Tom. I'm so excited about that. Tell me anything that you feel that you want to share that I think the audience need to hear. Anything that you say, okay, this, this is one thing that if I really needed to share it, this would be it. Well, that's a beautiful question. And I will tell you the first thing that comes to mind for me is that we live in a very hard time right now. Yes. If I could convey one message to every person, you know, magically or maybe yes. people who are listening right now, I would tell them that tomorrow can be a brighter day. I've had a number of people in my life commit suicide, which is terrible and such yes. such a loss, young, not so young. Yes. And I think, you know, I'm not a psychologist, but I think it sometimes comes from thinking, you know, tomorrow couldn't possibly be brighter. It's just going to be more of the same. Life feels really hard right now. And I can tell you, I mean, I've never been pushed to, you know, that moment, thank goodness. But I, you know, having known many friends wrestling with this issue, I really believe that it's important for us to remember that tomorrow can be a brighter day. There are people that care about each of us. Yes. If anybody's uh, wrestling with this, with this right now, contact me, we will talk. But I really do believe that every day can be brighter and that human connection, you know, deeper level is always possible. Yes, I absolutely agree. Everybody is loved, even though we don't think we are loved. If people want to get in touch with you, what would be the best way for them to get in touch with you? If you want to share that here with me today, that would be wonderful. Sure, absolutely. Um, I'm happy to share my email address. It's Tom at Tom Martin Media. T-O-M-M-A-R-T-I-N-M-E-D-I-A.com. And that's my website, TomMartinMedia.com. You probably know I'm a big Facebook fan. And it's funny, social media is changing a lot right now. We'll have to see see what happens with all this social media. But yes. I, do, I do enjoy Facebook and Instagram and LinkedIn more professionally and all that kind of stuff. But, uh, but I'd be happy to respond to anyone who wants to uh, contact me. Thank you. Absolutely. Tom, I want to thank you so much for being here today and spending this time with me. I look forward to your class tomorrow. I will jump on. I've attended your workshop in the past and I enjoyed it. I think you have a very easy way of making things very specific. And that's important. Structure is important, being specific so that you can chunk things down. So for all of you that are listening, you can reach Tom at tommedia.com. And his yeah, email Tom address, tommartinmedia.com. And your email again, Tom? Tom at tommartinmedia.com. Beautiful. Thank you so much. I so loved having you here today. Well, thank you. I've loved it also. And uh, you're one of my favorite inspiring friends. And I'm so glad you're sharing your message and 
providing thought for, you know, that really inspires us. So it's just an honor to be with you. Thank you. Same here, Tom. Thank you. Thank you for tuning in to this week's episode of Rewired Inspired Podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, please share it with your colleagues, friends, and family. Do you have a question, comment, or topic idea for a future episode? Please reach me directly at elenapetrescu.com. And if you haven't already, please subscribe, rate, and review the show on your favorite podcast player. Stay inspired as there is unlimited potential in your life and business. Thank you for listening.